Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of another holiday edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. We are in our fourth segment. I am Cleve Gaddis. I am a real estate broker and team leader with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Metro Atlanta. The easiest way to reach me is gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com, or 770-497-0000. For those who don't need any services right now but you want to connect with us, gogaddisradio.com. That's the best way to do it. You can ask questions that we answer on the air or off the air. You can make comments. You can push back. Tammy always giggles a little bit when I say you can push back. Uh, you can share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Tammy, if someone wants to reach me, how do they do it? Um, by going to gogaddisradio.com. <laughs> if you want to reach me, just call me on my cell phone. Right. right? Just text you want me, me to give that number out? No, well, you can if you want to. I mean, I don't know. You can if you want. You can if you want to. Hey, let's look at Sweet Bottom Plantation. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood, call out critical changes in pricing and market dynamics over the last few years to help you know as or learn as a seller, as a homeowner in that neighborhood, whether or not you have a particular advantage, there are 153 homes in the neighborhood. Tammy, you know, if you are on State Ridge Road and we're going, to, I'm trying to think, uh, what would we have gone to? If we were going over toward Gwinnett Place, anyway, you might not remember where it is. It's probably uh, three miles from my house. Okay. And probably five or six miles from where we are now doing the radio show. In 2020, there were 11 homes that sold. You and I both think if you have 153 homes, there would be about 11 or 12 homes that would sell. So that seems right. They took an average of 117 days to sell and sold for an average sales price of $832,000. They went from a low of $575,000 up to a high of $1.24 million. In 2021, the average sales price increased $155,000 from $832,000. $1,000 to $987,000, still 11 homes sold. They went from taking 117 days on average to go under contract to 26 days. That's a big difference. Yes, that That's is. a big difference. Low price, $580,000. High price, $2.5 Year-to-date this year, there have been nine homes sold, so it looks like there'll still be another 11 or 12 or something like that. Sold in the neighborhood this year, 26 days. Average days on the market, exactly the same as it was in 2021. Average sales price one point one nine three million dollars, which means prices have increased another two hundred thousand dollars. They increased one hundred and fifty thousand dollars twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. Increased two hundred thousand, a little over two hundred thousand <clears throat> in twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Currently, two homes available for sale in the neighborhood, which means you have two point six six months worth of supply. Tammy, is that a seller's, buyer's, or balanced market? It's a seller. It's a seller's market because our definition of a seller's market is if it has less than four months worth of inventory, it's a seller's market. And what that really means is there's not as many houses on the market as there are buyers who are looking to buy houses. And so if you think about it, if buyers feel like that inventory is somewhat limited, then they will be more motivated to move forward with something that they see, that Mm -hmm. they like. Four and five months worth of inventory is a balanced market. Over five months worth of inventory is a buyer's market. 153 homes in the neighborhood. 2009, the average sales price, listen to this, 472000 Year-to-date in 2022, $1.193 million. That is a big, big difference, which means those 153 plus or minus 
Homeowners in the neighborhood have increased their equity $110,281, served by Elementary School of Chattahoochee Elementary, Coleman Middle School, and Duluth High School. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need to get a school chimp report. It's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on School Chimp, put in a little information. We'll send that report right out to you. Tammy, in Metro Atlanta, we have two listing services, not one. You have mentioned that before, and that is something I've not heard of in any Metroplex. Two listing services and their service areas are the same. Now, FMLS tends to focus a little more in North Atlanta. Georgia MLS focuses a little bit south of Atlanta, but there are listing agents there are people who sell houses in the north area of Atlanta that do not list them in the first multiple listing service, even though that is by far the most common hmm. listing service. So this advice is for buyers. And if you are looking for a home and you're having a hard time finding something, maybe you're searching the wrong website. And I suggest you change and start searching on suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. That's our website, Tammy. And it does the unique thing of pulling listings from both listing services. A little aggravating because you got to look at two mm. of a lot of them. But when you come across one, Tammy, and you only see one, you could be one of the few, few, few people in Metro Atlanta who's seeing that listing. So if you want to make sure that you're seeing everything you need to see before you make a decision to buy a house, Go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com to do your searching. Kind of cool that that can be an advantage is to go to a particular website, isn't it? It is. And it makes me think of that seller. I think his name was John earlier uh-huh. that was not getting enough offers. He may only be on one. Uh-huh. So MLS. that would be a marketing problem. Yeah. And he could only be on the Georgia Multiple Listing Service, which is not really where you want to be in North Atlanta, north of I-20. South of I-20, it'd probably work just fine. And who knows, it's, 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 it could be changing down in that area anyway. Um, if you're looking to sell a house today, in fact, if you've got your house listed and you're having problems, we don't want to step on any other realtor's toes. But the reality is we're happy to review the situation yeah. with you if you feel like it's something you'd be interested in. 770-497-0000 is the number to call, and we'd be happy to reach out back out to you. When you're looking to buy a home, Tammy, uh, um, do you ever see buyers just have a list that's just way too long? <laughs> yes. And they think that, hey, I've just got to have all of these things. But the reality is there are certain things that they have to have, meaning they have to have it. A, they're a must-have. But there's a lot of things that are nice-to-haves. And so I'd like to give an example. When I bought the house I live in now, and you're very familiar with the house that I live in now, there was only one thing I wanted in a house. I wanted a three-car garage. So I would like you to tell me how many three-car garages I have at that home. None. None. Turns out, for me, it was was the only thing I was thinking about, but it was a nice-to-have, not a must-have. Now, I would like to have it. I mean, I would have loved to have had it. But the reality is there were other things that we needed more. So we needed a place that had a backyard for our girls to be able to play. You know, we needed certain things in a house. And... um, and and so it's important to be able to separate those those must haves and those nice to have. So talk to us about that and how do you, what kind of advice do you give your clients in terms of nice to haves and must haves? Um, so buyers will they they come to you with that list of the what's 
you know, and I'm going to say that those are those what they think is their must haves. Uh-huh. This is what I, this pet. is what I want. This is what okay. I want. Okay. But they buy based upon the whys. Yep. And so, you know, you bought. Okay, so let, let's talk. Wait a minute. Okay. So there's something there. Give me yeah. some more details on that. They, um, they come to you with the what. They come to us with the what's. But Here's they, my wish list. These are my what's. But they buy based on. Their why. Okay. So I'm going to use your example. Okay. So you went to look for a home and your what was three-car garage. For me. But you bought based upon your why. Your why was a cul-de-sac lot, a nice big backyard, you know, centrally located within walking distance or a bus route for the girls to get to school. Those were your whys. Mm -hmm. You bought on your why. You didn't buy on your what. Right. And so... So that is so interesting. So what you're saying is if you make your buying decisions based on lifestyle choices, this is what I need in order to be able to live the way I want to live in this house then it's easy to categorize these are things that I would nice be nice to have. Meaning, Tammy, if you could find it for me, I'd love to have it. But these are the things that are non-negotiables. I have seen people know that they're going to have a, a mother-in-law living with them mm-hmm. and that this mother-in-law is going to have a hard time with stairs. And they forget that you got to have a bedroom on the main level and a bathroom on the main level in order for that to work. And they start considering houses that have all of the bedrooms upstairs. And in my opinion, that is a, hey, this is something I must have. And I have a really, really strong why, because my mother-in-law is going to live with us. What are some other things that you see people think they need to have that turns out that they do not need to have? Um, or do you have any examples? Oh, I'm sure I got lots of examples. And so I'm trying to think what they are. Okay. Um, a large backyard. Yep. Um, a certain number of bedrooms. A media room. A game room. People think they need to have a big backyard, but the reality is a small one that is nicely appointed, if you will, and has lots of usable space is just as good. Or a house located across from a, a school park or a community oh. park. And so they, they think... So what they need is area for kids to play, right. but it doesn't necessarily have to be in their yard. It doesn't have to be there. Um, or they um, think that they need um, a, a room that's set up as an office. Mm-hmm. And so when we run the search criteria, we're searching for an office. But mm-hmm. a fourth bedroom works just as fine. A fourth bedroom is an office. Right. Or, or a third bedroom if you only need two bedrooms. But if you're running a, third, a search yeah. only for an office, you may be missing out. You might miss out on all the properties that might fit that criteria. So I love your idea on you have to divide things in into groups of... You know, this is what I want, and these features fit the why. Mm-hmm. How I want to live in this house, these features will help with that why, and I think that is huge. If you're listening and you're planning to sell your house anytime in the next six months, we encourage you to take advantage of our seller confidence plan. There are four different ways to sell houses in today's market. Not all of them are right for everybody. You need somebody that can give you all of the options. Do you need to sell today for cash? Do you need to buy before you sell? Can you need to improve it to sell it? Or you just need to sell it outright? Our seller confidence plan, you can learn more about that by going to gogaddisradio.com. Click on contact us, put in a little information. We'll reach out to you. Tammy, it has been a pleasure to have you on three shows in a row. Thank you so much for doing that. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's been a joy to be here. And we appreciate you listening today. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. We'll talk to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week.